revenge. Mail truck or something like that. That's not. That's not good that's enough. That's awful. <laughs> okay. New- Newman's mail sack. <laughs> Welcome to No Hugging, No Learning. It's a show about one thing. Watching Seinfeld for the first time. I'm Tim Murphy, and I'm Ted Hollowell. And get ready for our first ever two-hour episode because God, we've got so much to talk about. This Ye- is first episode that we're recording. Post Christmas. That's true. It's true. One came out earlier this year, but that one we pre-recorded <laughs> before the uh, new before Christmas even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like the first time we're sitting down together in yeah. like a month. <laughs> and so the tweets have been building up, the the email has been building up, and uh, so we will get to talking about the alternate side, season three, episode eleven, momentarily. But what do we want to start with? <laughs> um, I, do you want to start with? Uh, we were at our company Christmas party, yeah. a couple of nights ago, and it was getting towards the end. And you actually pointed this out to me. I didn't hear oh it at first. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of our coworkers, and we had touched on this, uh, God, this is probably season one. Oh, yeah. I don't even remember why it came uh, season up. Season one or early season two, someone in the Seinfeld universe, an older man, said, oh, be good. Did they really say that in the show? I, I okay, think so, okay. yeah. I was wondering why it came yeah. up. And, yeah. and we got to talking that it's only, like, old men yeah. who say, who, like, close conversations by saying, okay, yeah, be good. They love, they love, especially older businessmen. Yeah, they I, don't love know, I don't know what it is. Saying be good as yeah. the last thing. But we're at our company Christmas party at this, uh, at this restaurant. Yeah. There's uh, wings, beer. Uh, TVs everywhere, and uh, one of our coworkers is getting ready to leave. Yeah. I don't want to call him like an elderly <laughs> man, uh, but he's getting ready to leave. He's probably like sixty ish, yeah. And he uh, looks at Tim and myself, yeah. and he's like, "Okay, yeah, be good, yeah." And <laughs> it's I, the very end of his because we shake hands. We're like, "All right, good to see you," you know. Yeah, and goes and right thing. over yeah. my head, and you look at me, and you're like, "Did you hear what he said?" I'm like, "No." What did he say? He's like, "He said be good." And I'm like, are you? So that's me? when you realize. You, did you hear him, or did you just not? I I did okay. hear him. Yeah, but I just it was didn't. The last thing I just didn't walking, pick up didn't, on. Didn't it. process. Yeah. yeah, I was like, okay, yeah, bye. And then like, I'm like, wait, what did he say? Yeah, yeah, that's hilarious. We could probably find the episode we talk about it because it's probably the one you started saying "be good" at the end. Yeah, you know, we'll just or, listen. Or the one right before. Or the that. one right before. It. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> Uh, so it, it, it happened in real life, and Ted witnessed it. And now, and now that you've heard it in real life, you'll you'll start, I think, picking up on it. A yeah, lot more. probably. Uh, but man, I just wanted that to be like, a, oh yeah, he's actually a secret fan of the podcast. <laughs> that would be. But funny, I know but that's not it. No, it's not I, true. Yeah, he would have like hung around for a second, but it was genuinely the last thing he wanted to say to us. Yeah, because that's what that's what older business guys do. Yeah, and I I did want to uh, bring up that I had to. Well, not had to. But I explained to my dad, my grandma, and actually one of my sister's old high school friends yeah. how to listen to oh, a podcast awesome. while we were home for Christmas break. Cool. Uh, but I, I didn't know like how much people didn't know about podcasts. Yeah, Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, definitely. I mean, when yeah. you're when you're plugged in like that, it um w- like we are, you yeah. know, you, you think that we we you run on a different timeline and you're like That's true, yeah. you think that everyone if you're not doing a podcast, you're 3000 years behind the times. Yeah, cuz I mean, we both work in radio. Yeah, yeah. So th- that's that's definitely the case. That's probably true, yeah. yeah. But I, I saw in the case of my sister's old high school friend, she posted a video clip of I can't remember what episode it was, but it's Joe DiMaggio 
dunking his donuts. Oh, really? Yeah, and they're all looking over yeah, in yeah. Monks, and she's like, forever my favorite show. Mm. And I commented, I'm like, wow, I, we actually watched this not too long ago. Yeah. Uh, we're doing a podcast where I'm watching this for the first time. Yeah. And... Uh, she asked me like how that sh- how she could listen to it. Cool. And so I told her Apple Podcasts, yeah. NoHugging.com. Everywhere. I'm going to go into the plugs right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, I I, uh, I just thought that was really cool. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I hope she listens. That's that's kind of cool. Yeah. There there's still tons of people where it's it's not a you know it's still like a thing you have to do. Yeah. Like you ten, know? ten years after the whole medium really took off, people yeah. are getting like, oh yeah, what's this podcast? What, yeah. Well, how can I? You know, I mean, serial opened a lot of doors for True. people. I think that's what my like my sister knew what podcasts were yeah. after that. You know, or my mom knows what podcasts are and, and and stuff like that. So yeah, there's still. I mean, I, I don't think if someone like hasn't heard of a podcast or doesn't know how to get it, I don't go. Ooh, I don't roll my eyes and go, what a Luddite, you know, get with the times, man. I go, you know, wait, wait till this world, because, you know, you turn on your TV, you turn on the, the radio, that, that's done for you. You know, yeah, podcasts, yeah. you have to find an app, you have to find a way to get the podcast to download on the app. You know, there's still... That's true, yeah. Steps to go through. Yeah. I'm, we don't have to do the entire intro on what is a podcast yeah, yeah. and how right, do you right. download podcasts. <laughs> but uh, like I alluded to, I was only halfway joking saying yeah. that this is going to be our first two-hour right, right, episode. Right. Uh, we have uh, a new uh, a new review to give a shout-out to. Cool. We're, we're going to say like all the, the mailbag stuff yes. for end of the show. Yeah, we got tons uh, of tweets m- and emails. Maybe, maybe like through the this episode we can think of like a, an actual name yeah. for a listener mailbag. I know, because uh, I wanted homework to be something different too and yeah and, and we never we never did that never so, thought of a good yeah. name for homework I, you know I, I just come to actually not mind the name homework yeah i wish we could have come up with a show reference but it's yeah. tough when you're starting the show because yeah. you only have because the there's pilot. no references yeah yet. there's you only have the pilot to reference so <laughs> and if, go and back if, and we, watch the if pilot. we change the name in like season three or four yeah. It's not going to stick with us. We're just going to keep calling it homework. You're probably right. You're probably right. I mean, right. hey, we've, we've screwed if, ourselves. If there is something uh, that you, the listener, yeah. would like us to rename the homework segment, yes. or even the name of a mailbag segment, right? Please let us know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, send us an email. No hugging, no learning. Show at gmail Get at us on Twitter at no hugging. We've got an inkling for something about the mailbag, which I guess maybe we'll get into later. But we yeah. know it should have something to do with Newman, but yeah, Ted re- hasn't met Newman. Yeah, yet. Re- remind me of that whenever we get to yeah, the mailbag okay, segment because I'll, I'll I'll tell that story. Got it. Um, but we do have a new review on Apple Podcasts. I want to give a shout out to Fred Esposito, who says that we are his new favorite podcast. Right on. Uh, in an age where there seems to be a podcast for everything, these two hosts have filled a gap that I never realized existed. Hmm. This has become my new favorite podcast, and I am rapidly listening to all of them. Any true. Seinfeld fan needs to listen to this. Thanks, Fred. Cool. I yeah, know, appreciate it, yeah, Fred. Fred uh, sends us a lot of love on Twitter yeah. as well. Um, but if you would like to send us a review, give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, the first 100 people to do that are going to get a no-hugging, no-learning sticker. I think Fred is number eight. Nice. So we got a ways to go. <laughs> we uh, we uh, set the goal high. Early mm-hmm. on, whenever we said no, oh, yeah. uh, 100, 100 reviews. I think that was your call, too. Oh, I, it was? I think so. Oh. What, I, were, what, were, what were you saying? I don't know. I don't remember. Oh. I don't remember. I think if maybe I said it's that. because. I, you, pulled that, you pulled that somewhere out of your butt. Yeah. You're like, yeah, let's do 100 reviews. <laughs> and I just ran with it. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. you were being serious. I don't remember. Um, but I thought, I mean, why stop at a certain number of reviews, you know? Yeah, exactly. But maybe by <laughs> setting the number so high, people are like, oh, I got time. I have. Yeah. Not, I got. You know. I want one of those we're, stickers. We're, but we're I got gonna time. have to make an executive That's decision. It. Maybe we should do like the first twenty. The first nine. 
<laughs> Next review. Ne- That's it. Okay, yeah. For, first 10. First 10. First 10. First, wow. Should, you know what? We'll do first 15. Okay. We'll do first 15. Why not 20? No, yeah. I'm just kidding. We just kept going up. <laughs> Back to 100. We just settled on 100 two hours later. All right. It, executive call. First Whoa. 15 reviews now you on can't. Apple Podcasts. Now you can't put it off. Okay. You can't do it. This is getting changed. This is going to be the first episode where if you check the episode description, it's going to say first 15. Yes. And I'm going to see if I can do this whole the whole strike through. Yeah. So I'm going to do oh, first yeah. 100. <laughs> no, 15 reviews. That's it. Yeah. First 15 Excellent. reviews on Apple Podcasts with a five-star rating. Going to get that No Hugging, yeah. No Learning sticker. Exactly. Got to buy them first. The first 100 <laughs> one-star reviews. Send us your address and we'll... Come to your house and kick your ass. How about that? <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> um, all right. Did you want to get into homework? Yes. Yeah, we, we did had a little bit of homework. The Stranded. It sucks when you get homework assigned before the holiday break. You remember oh my that? God, yeah. yeah. The teacher was like, oh, one more thing. And it's just like, it's before. just like a, a pointless, like, time filling worksheet, yeah. too. And you're like, well, I'm definitely leaving that until the, the, night, day, before. the night before we go back. Yeah. So I'm going to forget everything. Yeah. So stupid. But we did have homework from The Stranded. Which, by the way, I, I saved this in my notes from last time, maybe because I didn't mention it, but The Stranded was originally produced for season two, but was postponed because Larry David was dissatisfied with the episode. It was therefore advertised as a lost episode when it premiered during season three, and it's also in the <laughs> okay. first and second season set instead of the third. So if you buy it on DVD, it comes in the first and second season set instead of the third season, interestingly enough. So, yeah. Why? Does it not come in the third season set? No. What, what happened? The- like, it comes in the second. Is there just a gap in the third season set? No, because if anything, you'd probably appreciate this more because there wouldn't be this weird... Oh my god, yeah, you're yeah. right. It wouldn't be this weird gap where George where still George, has a job. Yeah. But this is since it was advertised oh as a lost god. episode, does that absolve them of... I think that absolves them of some of their sins. Some, but not all. Yeah. Because... Because we didn't know that watching there Hulu. Are, there are still faults yeah. with the episode timeline. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. So, and especially season two, which was jumbled all around from production to air yeah. date. So where would this air then? It though? was two oh nine, so if, I don't know what if to... any if anyone has the season one and two box set on DVD, yeah. let us let us know where the stranded good idea, pops good up. Idea. Please. Yeah. I might have I might have just write that in my notes and find it out for next time. Um, and then so Jerry Seinfeld during the party, he tells a guy who asks where he gets his ideas. Jerry comes up with a snarky answer, as I'm sure comedians often do, like, where do you get your material from? You know? <laughs> and he says a voice in my head tells me it and yeah. And he says, I'm on L-Dopa for it. And I was like, L-Dopa? And so I Googled what I thought it was, E-L. It sounded like a Mexican word for drugs. Like, (laughs) hey, you got L-Dopa? But no, L-Dopa is L, capital L, dash, and these are all capital letters, D-O-P-A. L-Dopa. Yeah. uh, Or as a chemist might know it, L-3-4-dihydroxyphenylaniline. Okay. Uh, L-Dopa can be manufactured in its pure form, sold as a psychoactive drug (laughs) uh, with the uh, generic name Levodopa. Or you might know it as Stalevo, Madopar, Prolopa. But here's the thing. It's, it, as a drug, it's used in the clinical treatment of Parkinson's disease and dopamine-responsive dystonia, which is a childhood disease that uh, mimics Parkinson's in a way, from what I can understand. So, yeah, it doesn't have anything to do with that's Maybe El so Dopa weird. was making news at the time. I don't know why he... I, I, that's as far as I can Maybe, tell the uses. Yeah. It, it does say it's psychoactive, but... 
but it's that to just treat has to do Parkinson's. With, yeah, yeah, it's mainly for Parkinson's. It huh. seems. Yeah, yeah. So, ma- maybe like you said, it, it was like it was ma- a, making the rounds on like CNN. Yeah. Like, oh, are your kids taking L dopa? <laughs> are are your kids stealing L dopa yeah, from yeah. your medicine cabinet? <laughs> oh, I don't have Parkinson's, so probably not. Yeah, so I don't know what it does if you take it for the voices in your head. But yeah, maybe it was a brand new drug at the time, and it was a a, a reference. And uh, as far as I could tell, Anna Gostire was not in The Stranded. That actress <laughs> that I thought was Anna Gostire, not Anna Gostire, but. Uh, hardcore Sanf- uh, Seinfeld fans will know that she does pop up in a future iconic episode. So look out for that. Uh, that's all I have for homework. Can I get some some quick news? Just one little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, before we get into the episode, before we get please, into the episode let's again. get everything out of the way. Every year, Forbes puts out a list of the world's highest paid comedians. And Jerry Seinfeld's been number one every year since 06, with the exception of 2016, when Kevin Hart took it over. Well, Jerry is number one again this year with $57.5 million. Kevin Hart nipping at his heels still, $57 million. I don't get how Jerry's still on top. Yeah, it's, it's just... How? Why? It, this show, I think. You know, I mean, just this show royalties is, from this show? Well, that and, um, you know, he's got he's got comedians in cars, which must give him some. Royalties True. from the show. But also I'm, I'm stand-up. Sure, I think he pulls I'm sure in, comedians in cars isn't making him much. I think, yeah, I think he pulls... Well, now that it's on Netflix, he might have gotten a pretty penny for it. That's true, yeah. But also... Yeah, he wasn't getting anything when it was on Crackle. Right, I don't <laughs> think so, yeah. But also, I mean, that so those those two things are commercials for him every single day, and he still tours like a madman. That's he was just true. an eerie, and so I think he yeah. can pull, I think he can pull in a hefty fee for touring. And so if he does, yeah, it's sixty not- dates a year, seventy dates a year, whatever. If if some oh, of those he probably in, doesn't do half. That. You don't think he does half? No, that? no, no. He probably only has a tour of like maybe like. I don't know, one stop yeah. a week for four but months. Maybe he could set up shop in Vegas for a week or something. And, oh, Jerry and Seinfeld could there. definitely do yeah, a yeah. Vegas residency. Yeah, my, my parents saw Jay Leno in, in uh, Vegas, yeah. I if think. If Britney Spears can do yeah. a Vegas residency, I think Jerry Seinfeld can totally yeah. do one. And, and make and make bank. And yeah. make maybe half that in a week. You know, half of what he pulled in last year in, in a week. So uh, I, I just think it's that. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, yeah, Kevin Hart doesn't have a, a huge sitcom to his name. He's got to do all these, these huge venues. I mean, yeah. he, he can easily sell out a week of Madison Square oh, Garden yeah, yeah. shows, but even all that revenue from a week of Madison Square Garden shows is going to pale in comparison to what Jerry Seinfeld makes yeah. in Seinfeld royalties right, on Hulu. Right. Probably, probably, yeah. Um, <laughs> and Hulu and cable TV. And Kevin Hart's in a ton of movies and stuff, so yeah. that that's probably has to, you know, his star is rising in that oh my aspect, God, too. Yeah. He's only going to be asking for more and more money, I think. Um, Dave Chappelle was number three, if you're curious. Uh, distant third, $35 million, uh, followed by Chris Rock, Ricky Gervais, Gabriel Chris like, Rock is number four. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Again, just Ricky got, Gervais. Is Ricky five. Gervais. This list is pulled out of like 2006. Isn't I, it? Yeah, pretty much. It's been wow. probably been the same since 06. Just, when Jerry just Seinfeld put Kevin Hart in there. Number he, one. He's yeah. like the only new. Have you new ever heard name. of Terry Fator, a ventriloquist? Yeah. Oh, you have. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a Vegas guy. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, he's like, uh, he's Jeff Dunham, but Vegas. Well, he made more money than Jeff Dunham last year, because Jeff Dunham's number nine. Wow. And... Yeah, uh, I think Terry Fator... Fator? Fator? Fator F-A-T-O-R. Yeah, I, I, I think... Fatter? I, I don't think it's fatter. <laughs> okay. I think it's just Fator. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, he... Fator. He won uh, America's Got Talent uh, in, like, one of the early uh, seasons. Okay, got Pretty it. Pretty sure. Jim Gaffigan's number eight, and then, as I mentioned, uh, Jeff Dunham's number nine, and Sebastian Maniscalco is number ten. How about that? 
coming to Erie in like a few that's weeks, right, I that's think. right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know anything about the dude, but as soon as that got mentioned, I had like four people asking me, "Oh, hey, did you hear Sebastian Maniscalco is coming to Erie?" I'm yeah. like, I don't know who that is. I saw him do. Uh, they did. They profiled him on Sunday morning, CBS Sunday morning really? once, and yeah, he's got some funny stuff. I okay. like. But anyway, all right, are we ready to talk about the alternate side, season three, episode eleven? Yes, all right. I already did the Twitter and email shoutouts, but we got to get into the disclaimer. Oh. We are not a research heavy podcast. Um, man, it's been a month since I've done this. Mm-hmm. I got to remember what I typically say. Uh, You're watching these shows for the first yeah, time. Yeah, I'm, wa- I'm watching these shows for the first time. You're watching these shows for the first time in chronological order. Right. So, like I said, we are not getting very research heavy with this. It's just what I see for, uh, I don't know, the first time. I'm getting very redundant with this, so I think we should just get into the episode. <laughs> maybe, maybe, yeah. So that's <laughs> I, the idea. I gotta I gotta type out what I typically say. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyway. Uh, it aired on December 4th, 1991. <laughs> it's interesting that we're gonna catch up to where we are in the year in 91, in, yeah, in 2019 really. now, but uh, what would we have seen if we looked on uh, the TV Guide or TV Guide channel or whatever? Elaine dumps a 66-year-old who then has a heart attack. Ooh. And, uh, what, um... You said December 4th, 1991. I yeah. was negative one year, 16 days old. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So we start with a stand-up bit, <laughs> as usual, and it's about car alarms and how they're all uh, kind of wacky and crazy, and wouldn't it be great to have a subtle car alarm that just goes, ahem, um, yeah, um, excuse me, you know, something like that, which I kind of, um, I don't know, it was a pretty funny bit. It doesn't I, have anything to do, well, it does, because it's about cars. Exactly. But, I, yeah. I like this better than uh, the other stand-up bits we got in the show, yeah. for sure. Although, I mean, there was a subtle car alarm that was marketed in the 90s pretty heavily. Do you remember Viper? No. Okay, there used to be a car alarm that had a proximity sensor on it that if you walked by it or whatever, it would say, stand back, protected by Viper. What stand in the back, world? Protected are you by kidding Viper. me? Stand back, protected by Viper. Yeah, yeah. Just over and over? Over and over again until you moved out oh of the proximity range. Yeah, yeah. And so <laughs> I, I'm I'm wondering when Viper came out, before or after. Maybe the guy, because Seinfeld has already introduced us to, has already invented, as we've seen, certain things yeah. like that that came Cra- to be Kramer later. Kramer invented Blaze Pizza. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, make your own pizza. And uh, and and there was oh, George and MeUndies with the 365 pack. You yeah. Know, the, a, a different pair of underwear for every day of the year. Um, and so I think maybe the guy, a guy was like sitting around watching Seinfeld and came up with the idea for oh yeah so stand back protected by Viper it doesn't just go off right away until you touch the car or whatever huh. so yeah yeah and they were really it, they were very uh, ultra sensitive because obviously if you parked next to one and got out of your car well, all of a sudden stand back protected by Viper oh my yeah, god yeah. they were pretty high end though they weren't everywhere it, you'd think it would only uh, trigger if, like someone jostled the handle or yeah something. yeah or like accidentally really actually touched well, the car yeah or like like bumped into yeah, it yeah right 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 yeah but but, no, but if, if someone just comes within three I think feet if you were just walking next nightmare. to it yeah, that'd be a nightmare yeah. like for any parking lot yeah. uh, like especially like a grocery store you're like weaving in and like yeah. in through all the cars exactly. to get to the door like if I just hear stand back, back protected by Viper I'd like jump back like what the yeah yeah it was like hot on the heels of RoboCop too I feel like it was a very RoboCop voice so we open in Jerry apartment and speaking of car alarms i guess is where this is where it came from uh jerry's car has been stolen and uh it doesn't even mention where george and jerry were at the time D- did he no did, no yeah i i were they at a baseball game because they're wearing like baseball i was gonna clothes. say i know they are george in... is wearing like a, a quarter sleeve shirt and a ball cap and it says broadway bound and they both have mets hats on yeah. and i, I know and were they at they... a mets game maybe i think they i think they were maybe at their 
softball game. That could their be softball it. league game. Remember, they've mentioned that before in the pony remark. I think it comes yeah. up that that's when Jerry had a great game and he has to miss the the finals for uh, the funeral. So I think that's, the finals that's, for the funeral. The finals. He had to miss the finals for the funeral. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the finals of the funeral. The finals of the funeral. <laughs> uh, yeah, and um, is it I say of? It doesn't matter. <laughs> Whatever. Um, and so yeah, so uh, Jerry's like he mentioned something about the car phone that he has, and George tells him to call the car phone. <laughs> And so he does, and the car thief picks up, and he has. A, he's, and it's it's kind of a funny conversation. He's Actually, like, yeah, I, yeah, I thought this was pretty, yeah, pretty yeah. great. Do you steal my car? Yeah, I, yeah, I, I did. I did. <laughs> yeah. But um, I, I I like the line that Jerry's wondering like how he stole the stole yeah. the car. Yeah. He's like, oh, they crossed the wires. So yeah. George's like, cross the wires. I can't even make a pot of spaghetti. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's true. I mean, I don't know how to steal cars. You remember there was a God no. There was a um. A huge uproar when Gone in 60, 60 Seconds, the remake with Nick Cage, came out. Everyone's like, they're showing how to steal cars. I'm like, oh my no, God. they're not. Watch that movie and then go try to steal a car. You can't. I don't think there's actually any wires you can actually no. do that with underneath the car. I think that's just a movie trope, right? I, any car thieves that are listening, be. please let us know yeah. if you can cross the wires. But I would say the same thing as Jerry. Like, they cross those. There's wires. You yeah. cross them yeah, and it and starts. Jerry's like, oh, yeah, how did you get the car? Did you cross yeah. the wires? No, the keys were in it. <laughs> yeah. Um, before that, too, Kramer asked for a pair of gloves that were in the glove compartment and he asked him to drop <laughs> off so kramer not only gives him jerry's uh address and where he lives but he's saying you know drop the he says he gives jerry's name too he's like oh, i'll give you back to jerry yeah and so then the car thieves like hello jerry he's giving is it way, jerry yeah way too much information to a criminal you know uh who, who has jerry's front door keys too yeah when you think about it exactly yeah <laughs> so, and I, I loved uh right before jerry hangs up the phone uh, the car thief is like, oh, hey, uh, Jerry, when was the last time you had this thing in for a tune-up? Because I'm looking at the... And yeah. and he just hangs up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and so we find out that Sid left the keys in the car. And uh, were you... Uh, I'm, Jerry explains who Sid is immediately, which must have pleased you, Ted. Yes. Because you didn't have to go, who is Sid? Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> you know me. I'm like, okay... Who is Sid? Yeah, well, yeah. Why, why is he here? You never expect that it's going to be explained to you. No. <laughs> this is great. And I, I think love that's this. why. They must have gotten several letters from people like you in the 90s. <laughs> like, would you please explain new characters look, right away? I, look, I have anxiety over look, this. Look, if you just give us like a sentence and a half, <laughs> two sentences tops, yeah. you can say, oh, yeah, Sid's the guy who parks my car. Boom. That takes Most care of the it. time they have. Because they're like, oh, well, you're with Alicia. Who's Alicia? Alicia's George's girlfriend. That's all you need to know about the guy. You know, like that's all you need. To, most of the time, they give you enough information, but they did explain who Sid is immediately. <laughs> Sid moves the cars from one side of the block to the other, so you don't get a ticket. And which is weird because if Jerry's car was was being moved by Sid or whatever, he wouldn't. He would never have heard the car alarm as George asks him because unless the ball field is somewhere in the middle of this Manhattan City block, yeah. He wouldn't. Have, he would never have heard his his own well, d- car alarm. Did he hear the alarm? No, he said he didn't. He said because okay. well, George asked him if the alarm is on. Maybe that's all it was. Maybe if the alarm was on, the thief would have been scared away. Yeah, the, I, I, he wouldn't have heard it. Yeah, but that, at that, least the that's thief would have been, yeah, the scared away. Yeah. So uh, and he makes fifty bucks a month yeah, doing for, it for parking like forty to fifty cars. Yeah, I did which, the ma- I did the math. It's pretty pretty. What good is money. it? I was. Uh, it's uh, anywhere from two thousand to twenty five hundred dollars a month. Wow! Yeah, that's pretty good. And granted, it it's in New York, yeah, so that, yeah. that's not the only thing you're able to do. Right, right. But it's good money for just I don't know three work. hours a day. Yeah. yeah, Kramer said three hours of yeah, work a day. Works three hours a day. Yeah, yeah, and he makes a fortune. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't afford much of an apartment. Or and send money to your family, as yeah. we'll find out later well, on. On you on know, that much. you know what? What is that in nineteen ninety one? Oh, good question. Ooh. 
All right. Conversion calculator live on the air. This is going to be great radio. <laughs> What's a podcast? Is that like radio? All right. If in 1991 I purchased an item for, what do we want? Do we want to just say 2500 Yeah. Okay. $2,500. And in 2018, it is going to be worth $4,626.25. Wow. So make it still pretty decent money. That's pretty good money. Yeah. yeah. Th- that's definitely enough to afford a moderately sized yeah, yeah. apartment in New York City. Yeah, definitely. Without like doing much more. Maybe not moderately sized. Well, depending on where he lives. I mean, if he's in the if he's in Queens or the Bronx or something like that, I, I doubt in Manhattan you could afford that. But um, maybe he does live nearby. I mean, that, that makes a little bit of sense. Yeah. I mean, I'm guessing he doesn't have a car of his own. Right. And if he's only doing that, he's not like uh, driving anywhere. He doesn't have to pay insurance. Yeah. He's paying the rent on his place. He's probably I guess. got at least a pretty nice studio, yeah. let's say. I, I, yeah. I would say he's living pretty comfortably yeah. on working three hours three a day. Three hours a day. Makes Hell a yeah. fortune. How about that? <laughs> um, yeah, like 4000 or so a month. And um, so this it does pique George's interest when he hears about that because I guess he is still on it. Well, yeah, he does tell Sid he's in a transition period right now. Oh my god, um, yeah. <laughs> and, um, but he, so he left, Sid left the keys in the car because he was distracted by Woody Allen, who was filming a movie in, in the neighborhood. Yeah. And Kramer says he's in that movie. <laughs> and um, uh, that's when we find out that uh, Sid is leaving to go to visit his sister in Virginia. And, and then, and this is where we get the, the this Wednesday, next Wednesday bit. It, it, yeah. It, this is a thing that I've been told, oh, yeah, it's a classic Seinfeld bit. But has it already? I thought it already happened. Has it happened okay, already? Yeah, I think they had tickets to a Knicks game or something like that. That's yeah. Right. That, okay, I, yeah. I was I was going back through my notes like, where in the hell? Have we, why have we already talked about this before? Yeah, uh, it was and, the Knicks game. Yeah, and yeah. is it this Wednesday or next Wednesday again? Something but like I that. Think, wasn't Jerry the one explaining that? Yeah, if I meant. This Wednesday, Oda said this yeah, Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think and so. now Jerry's clueless now on he's what back, he's talking now about. He's backtracked on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. It is a confusing thing because next Wednesday is not the next Wednesday. Yeah, next it, Wednesday, this Wednesday is the. Yeah, if, if it is currently okay, well, here. If it is currently Sunday, yeah. like it is right now, that you're listening to this. Yeah. If you're downloading it the day it comes out, <laughs> and I'm talking about next Wednesday, I'm not talking about in three days. I'm talking about in ten days. Exactly. Even though this Wednesday if, is the next if, Wednesday. If I would have said this Wednesday, yeah. If I, or if I would have meant this Wednesday, I would have said this Wednesday. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a confusing <laughs> bit of... Uh, if you're, Yay, if you're English. I know, if you're learning English, it must just be a really big pain. Uh, <laughs> but so, yeah, so this is where George asked him if he could move the cars while Sid's gone, and Sid doesn't care. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh, can't move the move car himself. Um, and Because he's unemployed right now. Yeah. Uh, after having a job in The Stranded, now he's unemployed. <laughs> uh, and so we, Jerry's got to rent a car. He's at Worthy... Rent a car. Worthy rent a car. Is <laughs> Worthy that rent a car. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, the thief actually called back. Oh, at, yeah. At the, that's at, right. at the end of that scene, I don't remember what he said. He asked him where the defrost. Is that where he asked him where the defroster is? Oh, yeah. yeah we didn't yeah. hear his voice. Jerry's yeah, yeah. like, "Hello." Oh, yeah. Actually, the the defrost lever all is like right the all the way. At the, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so at Worthy rent a car, we find out that uh, Elaine is dating Owen March, uh, who is an author. Uh, and I like this. This is a I laugh out loud line. Jerry's like, "I haven't heard of him." Well, he's not a baseball player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. How many authors? Uh, but he's uh, 66 years old. And, and Elaine yeah. says that, 
Oh, you'd like him. And this is the line that I love. Oh, you'd like him. Why do people always say that? I hate everybody. Why would I like him? Why would I like him? Uh, and they get up to the, uh, the so they discuss what you know what what's so great about dating an older man, and she's trying to like kind of sell Jerry on the idea. Who's incredulous, and um, you know, eventually asking him, would you date a sixty-six-year-old woman? And he said she'd have to be pretty vibrant, <laughs> so vibrant she's spinning or something like that. Uh, and so, but we find out they don't have the car that Jerry reserved. They don't have any mid sizes in stock and this is a classic Seinfeld bit if I was making like a Seinfeld clip show this here about really? reservations like oh uh, you know I, you, well you, that's what the reservation does it, it, you keep the cars like <laughs> I know what a reservation does I don't think you I do mean- <laughs> Uh, anyone can take a reservation, and by the way, Elaine is is just acting her ass off in this scene too. Julia Louis Dreyfus, she doesn't have any lines, but her facial expressions, looking back and forth, and chuckling at Jerry, rolling her eyes at Jerry, it's also great. I mean, um, and this is this is just a classic uh, um, Seinfeld bit with taking a reservation versus the, you got to hold the reservation. <laughs> anyone can take a reservation. Uh, I just love how condescending he is to this annoying person. Yeah. But, like, this has always confused me with car rental yeah. places, because this isn't an exaggeration. No, no. It's w- true. Why is this the case? I've never gotten the car that I've reserved at a car rental place. Never. Yeah. But it is, uh, maybe in 91 it was different. If they don't have the car you reserve, you always get the next level up that they have, not the next level down. Yeah, they gave him a compact yeah, instead yeah. of a midsize. <laughs> yeah, they gave him a compact. Uh, and, and so... If you got him, whatever the next up for midsize was, you know, midsize luxury or something, they pro- probably yeah, it had. Does. So, like for instance, one time I uh, ordered a, I don't know, it was like a, a, a maybe probably even a compact or economy, whatever the cheapest was, yeah, uh, to go from the airport in D.C. to uh, Virginia, where Sarah's parents lived, and they didn't have it, and they gave me a Ford Mustang. Ooh, yeah, oh, I was like, how was oh, that? Oh my god, it was awesome. <laughs> Until how, how old were you at the time? Like mid twenties? Um, yeah, I would say yeah, maybe late twenties. Let's say oh, late twenties, probably. Even in Mississippi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even better until you get out of the airport um, parking garage and you're immediately stuck in DC traffic uh, and like the fastest car you've y- ever been. Y- you yeah. couldn't open it up. At no, all? Not, uh, not for like an hour or two till we got on. Yeah, till we got on 95 or 64. <laughs> but it was still awesome to have. And then I got it and I, I didn't drive it at all because when we get to Sarah's place, we don't. We just don't drive. So yeah, yeah this was easily <laughs> over five years ago because we didn't have uh, our daughter yet. So because if they offered me a Mustang, I would have been like. Uh, I got a car seat. What do you want me to do with a car seat? Uh, but yeah, so th- they give you a level. I think it was between that and an SUV. And I was like, the Mustang, please. Oh I will take the God. Mustang. But yeah. like, I get not having the exact car yeah. that you reserve. But shouldn't they have a number of cars that they have? Yeah, like a bunch and, of... And only take that number of reservations? It doesn't seem too hard. You're, that's like saying, shouldn't an airline only sell the amount of tickets that they have seats for? But they don't. They That's oversell, true. and then people get kicked off the flight Thanks, every single United. time. Yeah, every so no. <laughs> I'm Ted. saying I'm saying that like I've personally been <laughs> yeah. affected to, by this. To the people listening in post capitalist apocalypse America, <laughs> where President Amazon has has taken over, and and we all just you know uh, they agree with you that shouldn't a company only sell. The inventory that they have? Yeah. No. They that, sell as much as they can. That's true. That, that actually like goes back to another conversation we were having at our company Christmas party. Yeah. And I, Grace and I are getting married this this coming September, mm-hmm. and we're only going to have like 100, 110 people. Yes. And one of our coworkers' wives, they just got married recently, said, oh, definitely invite at least 150 people. Yes. And that's got me really nervous. I'm like, okay, what if... 
it, what if more people respond than I want to? Then? Yeah, yeah. But there is some stat that, it, that I, they knew like 20% or something like that is what they said. 20% of people will respond no or not at all to, to the wedding or whatever. And so, yeah, you over-invite. And you have people, Ugh. you know, and then as you get no's, you send out more invites. That's got me, in, like, so unreasonably nervous, though. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. And I don't get nervous easily. Yeah. <laughs> right. But, but that's the thing. So you oversell cars, you oversell airline tickets, et cetera. And you over-invite people. And then it's first come, first serve. And, well, in the case of cars and, and tickets and yeah. stuff, then it's first come, first serve, and then everybody else gets, <laughs> gets the shaft, I guess. So um, that, that's the profitable way to do it. Um, but so th- then there's a little interesting transition here where... Elaine says, I love being with him. I, I like being with him. I enjoy being with him. And then cut to the apartment who knows how long later. Yeah. I hate being with him. Yeah, I can't stand yeah, being with him. Yeah, I can't stand being with him. It's yeah. a very sitcom-y thing because it's like, <laughs> you know, it's one of those sitcoms where the, where the sentence, uh, tra- the sentence is the transition. So, like, was that the first thing she said to Jerry? Like, why did you say it like that? It's almost like you... T- it's almost like you were talking at the rental car place a week ago, and you were finishing that sentence from earlier. You know, it was like yeah, just kind of, that would take you out of it. But it's yeah. kind of a sitcommy trip uh, trope there. Um, but yeah, we're back in the apartment. Yeah, uh, I don't want to drop the line oh. uh, at the end of the uh, worthy rent a car. Yes, and the woman at the counter is just like, "Oh, would you like the insurance?" Jerry's like, "Uh, yeah, you better give me the insurance because I'm gonna beat the hell out of I'm this gonna thing." Beat the hell out the of this look thing. on her face, just like, uh, <laughs> yeah. "Okay, yeah." yeah. <laughs> they also have a funny bit that we forgot where um, she's like, let me go talk to my supervisor. And they're talking in front oh of Oh, my Jerry. God. Yeah. And Jerry's was like, that this scene or was that the next scene? I think that's the next scene. Is it? I think so, yeah. Maybe it is. But I, I could be wrong, but yeah, yeah. Either either way, I mean, we can jump around. Yeah, yeah. So they're talking, you know, like, I'm talking to you. Pretend you. Oh, and then I'm going to pretend like I'm talking to you like this. So they think we're talking. We're actually having a real conversation. And I'm going to okay. wave my hands up in yeah. the air to make it look like we have a resolution. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you're going to go like, oh, yeah, okay. And <laughs> yeah. you're going to walk back out here and tell me, oh, there's nothing we can do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so anyway, now we're back in the apartment. And Elaine uh, hates, uh, can't stand being with um, uh, this guy, the author. And she wants to know if she can break up with him over the phone or face to face and jerry says that seven dates because that's how many they've been on yes did she say i don't think they clarified was seven dates them going to lunch that day or had they been on seven already would this have been the eighth date my guess is this would have been the eighth i don't think you count the breakup date as a date okay yeah so i think seven so so they had been on seven already yeah yeah but seven dates requires a face-to-face breakup and i love this line jerry's like unless there was no sex yeah and elaine's like oh yeah hmm Mm. How's the pasta over there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's definitely going to lunch. Uh, what do you think Jerry would feel about texting? Because he said six dates he could let her slide with a phone conversation, but seven dates it's got to be face to face. But now we're—I mean, current day Seinfeld would have to deal with texting, a text I breakup. I think that it would have been modified to anything up to—and this is kind of what I'm rolling with, or what I was thinking whenever before I was engaged, I guess. Uh, anything before like you're too serious, yeah, doesn't require face to face. I mean, you can text someone uh, or just ghost someone, yeah. I guess, in, in 2018. Yeah, uh, anytime up to your. I don't know. I never did this, so I'm just kind of making these up as I go. Uh, anytime up until like you're officially dating, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. And, and then like after that, I, I think it's kind of uh, not good to I, I don't know anything besides face to face. Anything besides face to face. I guess the order. Not, go, I mean, right, I guess Jerry probably wouldn't even have to bring up texting because text is below phone conversation. Text is like the least amount of contact. Yeah. So and go text, but, phone, face to face. Yeah, I think. That's, yeah, yeah. I think that's right. Probably. So face to face would just be more 
uh, serious, I guess, for more serious yeah, relationships. Yeah. So Elaine in this scenario yeah. would definitely be able to get away with a phone conversation. Right, right, right. Absolutely. You think so? Oh, in this scenario? In this scenario in 2018. Oh, in 2018, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah not, she could probably, not right yeah. now in 91. Right, right. But, uh, this exact scenario in 2018, absolutely. Yeah, you're probably right. The, 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 the standard is very low for breakups, I feel like, in, in 2018. With uh, you know, oh my god, yeah, uh, people blame hookup <laughs> culture and stuff like that. So, but speaking of ghosting, millennials didn't invent ghosting, by the way, well, unless you count me as an elder millennial, which I which I do sometimes. You are, technically. yeah. So I, I, I did was you getting, ghost someone? No, I got ghosted. You know, I got ghosted way you, before cell phones. You're telling, phones were you're a telling thing. me you never ghosted anyone in your life? No, 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 really, no, yeah. Wow, well, at least okay. I don't think so. I mean, never, maybe, never intentionally. Maybe I, yeah, never intentionally. Maybe I did huh. like stop, but I, I don't know. I, I didn't date that much, but maybe I did not return messages from people who might have been interested in me and I'm not interested in them. But yeah. I was always pretty oblivious. I think okay. we've also talked about... Oh, yeah. You know, we've talked about that. The, uh, being oblivious to... <laughs> We're both the, oblivious. Yeah, being oblivious to, to women who are interested. <laughs> so uh, maybe I did accidentally do that, but I never ghosted anyone. But I've been ghosted several times. So uh, And well before you know texting or cell phones was a thing. Uh, so... Uh, George uh, storms in the door. He's frantically moving cars. Uh, you know, he's frantic <laughs> right now because he's frantically moving all the cars. Uh, Sid, an elderly gentleman, makes it look so easy. Yeah. Um, he's just so calm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, George But George is, is not. George is the opposite of Sid. Yeah, yeah. He's working uh, very, very hard for... And th- this is what I love because um, Kramer comes in and talks about now the fact that he is... He has a speaking line. He literally tripped his way into yeah. a speaking role in the Woody Allen movie. Yeah, he he was an extra, background extra, and he tripped and spilled this bag of groceries, and Woody cracked up, and now he wants him in the movie. Yeah. And so that's what I like. George is working the hardest he's ever worked. He's out of breath for <laughs> literally a, a few pennies, you know. And Kramer literally has fallen into a major Hollywood Woody Allen movie. Yeah. Um, well, or a New York City movie, yeah. I guess. Not and, technically and, Hollywood. And Kramer uh, has the line, I might have a whole new career on my hands. And Jerry says, you mean a career. A career, yeah. Another great line. <laughs> um, and here's another great exchange, because uh, now everyone wants to know about because Kramer has had some interaction with Woody Allen, which, by the way, isn't aging great. No. We're still not. No, 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 we're still no. not in Kevin Spacey territory. Oh my god! But every, you saw all the Kevin Spacey stuff over Christmas, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was a little oh, bit out of the loop. I saw some headlines Lord. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, so bad. Woody's still not. They still haven't <laughs> totally grabbed hold of Woody Allen. You know what I mean? It's still. <laughs> but but this is aging worse and worse as we go on. Yeah. You know, next year we might. If you're listening to this in 2020 or in post capitalist apocalypse America. <laughs> You might go, whoa, they had no idea about Woody Allen. All the proof came out or whatever. Uh, so w- Woody Allen's going to be on The mass Singer on Fox. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yikes. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but uh, Elaine, I think, who we know from the John F. Kennedy episode, uh, does have a bit of infatuation with celebrity, especially New York City yeah. celebrities. <laughs> so um, I think she's the one that asked if Mia Farrow was there. And Kramer says, I didn't see him. <laughs> Mia Farrow is, of course, a woman who was married to Woody Allen. I don't know if they were married in 91. <laughs> I actually should have looked that up if they were still married in 91. Because, of course, Mia Farrow's adopted daughter, uh, Sunyi Previn, is who yeah. uh, Woody Allen is with now. Again, yeah. Th- and that, that sort of was swept away over the decades. <laughs> but, again, everything, everything's getting brought back up by Ronan Farrow, who is a big name in the news now. Mia Farrow's uh, son. That's who keeps writing all these hit pieces about Woody Allen <laughs> and, and some of the other Me Too people, a big a big uh, a reporter in the Me Too movement. Um, so I, I didn't see him. I just liked that line because Kramer is completely oblivious to this giant star. Um, but he, his line is, he's got a line in the movie and it's, these pretzels are making me thirsty. 
Uh, another great Seinfeld catchphrase. Which I, I've heard before. Yeah, really? You'd heard this? Oh, yeah. Wow. I, I mean, it's in like every Seinfeld meme. Yeah. It, it's it's like the quoted line. We work with a guy who's like who calls himself the biggest Seinfeld fan. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, haha, yeah. <laughs> so he... Uh, yeah, you can say I don't when think you're... he ever said, these pretzels are making me thirsty. Yeah. But like, I, I like pretzels. So anytime I would eat a pretzel, like after we had started doing this, I'm like, oh, yeah, haha. These pretzels. Yeah. It's a quote, isn't it? <laughs> but now you know where it's from, at least. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I didn't know this was the episode we got that line. Yeah, out. and and everybody gives their reading to it, you know, because <laughs> they're like, "Are you gonna you're gonna say it like that?" And and everyone gives their own little reading of it. Everyone yeah. thinks George stinks because he's in a you know he's going in a different direction. Professional with it. theater actor yeah, Jason yeah. Alexander, <laughs> exactly. Thanks, Bratov. Because he's very, making me yeah, thirsty. He's very frantic right now. <laughs> uh, so we get uh, a commercial fade in or something like that. Uh, back to the apartment. Yeah. Oh, smash cut! We're yeah. still in Jerry's apartment. See, I had yeah. Well, that's why I had. We didn't, I didn't have a commercial fade in. You, you're well, pretend like you're watching it in 1991 when okay. they put commercials. So I, I think there was a commercial break there. Yeah, probably. And then we fade back in because I have fade written. It was not smash cut. I had fade. There have been certain. There have been smash cuts apartment to apartment. But this one we got a fade out. But we didn't out, have a transition in. though. We didn't have that transition like establishing shot. There wasn't. It no, was but, inside apartment yeah. to inside apartment. There was fade to black and then fade up from black. Was there? T- yeah. Oh, okay. So that's why I think there was probably okay. a commercial. I, I didn't there catch in, the in, fade to black in 91. I wrote fade there. So oh, okay. That's what I'm guessing. So there was a little commercial break there. We're we're. Um, and uh, Elaine comes in with Owen, who has suffered that heart attack, and um, they call an ambulance. Uh, Owen, oh, I love Elaine's like, tell him to hurry. He's like, it's, it's an ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> Another great line. Um, and the, uh, Kramer comes in too, and he's, uh, you know, they're they're trying to administer first aid, but no one knows any first aid. Yeah, they're just trying yeah. to figure out like how to help him. Uh, uh, what Jerry says. Uh, lift his legs to get blood to his brain. Yeah. And Kramer's like, no, lift his head to get blood to his legs. <laughs> yeah, why? <laughs> what does that mean? Why would you do that? But, I mean, this I, I could really identify with because have you ever been in a situation where you 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 know you, you think right now, like, eh, if it came down to it, I could probably do first aid. Oh, like, God. I used to be, like, certified in, like, first aid, CPR, and yeah. babysitting. Yeah. I couldn't tell you the first thing about it now. I haven't taken any of that information since high school. They sort of... They make you do it when you have a baby too, and but I, oh, do really? I remember any of that? Not really. So I have been in a situation where someone had a heart attack, and you think in that situation you're like you know what to do, but you you're, just don't know what to everything do. Everything goes out the window. Yeah, you don't. Yeah. You have no idea what to do, and so they are all. I mean, they uh, they put cookies in his mouth. Maybe it's a diabetic. Oh my thing. god! They, like make him chew, make a smoothie, make a cookie smoothie. I <laughs> cookies mean, don't blend. Yeah, yeah. Co- yeah cookies, cookies blend. Don't liquefy. I'll get your blender. I don't have a blender. Um, I lo- I love that Kramer's like. Maybe it's a drug overdose. Oh and my god! Elaine's like he was at the table the whole time. Maybe he dropped acid when you weren't looking. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just a, just hilarious, but also a tad dark too. Uh, the whole uh, it scene was, very was. Dark, yeah, very yeah. Dark. Um, we we hear the ambulance sirens yeah. outside. You just hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then thirty-five <laughs> minutes later, Jerry's on the phone once again in the apartment, uh, saying that you know he he called for an ambulance thirty-five minutes later. Then the paramedics are finally there. George has gridlocked the entire block. Yeah, uh, which uh, delayed the ambulance from getting there. Yeah, also, they, they, up, yeah. no, sorry, what were you going to say? Uh, upset Woody Allen. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they, they completely shut down production. Derailed the, the filming. Yeah. Uh, they say they got there 20 minutes ago, but some guy who's triple parking cars slammed <laughs> into them with a blue Escort. Uh, Jerry's rental car. Jerry's rental car. <laughs> yes, of course. Uh, I, I did like the line before the paramedics walk in. Uh, Jerry and Elaine are just looking at Owen, mm-hmm. like passed out on mm-hmm. the couch. Jerry's like, oh, you know, he's a good looking guy. Yeah. Could, could use an eyebrow trim. Yeah, yeah. They're li- And they're <laughs> like critiquing his eyebrows. This whole area is going wild, like pointing at him. It is, it's very Seinfeld. <laughs> Uh, thing to do in this dark moment to like be critiquing this old man's looks as know? he's passed yeah, out from what they think is a heart attack so close to death yeah yeah um so as far as that, that now this whole frantic scene is over uh we get another stand-up bit about first aid and how before actual modern medicine what was first aid it just meant you were there first and they <laughs> hung out with you and that was it he was like well we're first no one got here before us that's it for was sure. the first yeah. aid first literal first aid so kind of a funny premise luckily they don't dwell on it for too long this is like a little another 30 second stand-up bit yeah. you know it's like that's just as long as this deserves which yeah. is good yeah back to the apartment again yeah Sid, sid's back yeah and he's upset yeah he's saying that people are canceling on because george can't park a few cars <laughs> yeah yeah just treating george like an idiot yeah. you know con- considering he does this he's an again, <laughs> again he's an old man he does it every single day for three hours yeah. without fail for the most yeah. part and he says parking cars is no no harder than putting, putting on your pants. pair of pants yeah, yeah. and george's like i know how to put on a pair of pants yeah, well yeah. i don't believe you yeah yeah oh yeah <laughs> I don't want to dwell on the whole pants thing. Uh, he, he keeps coming back to that. Uh, but Owen, um, oh, there's an article in the paper about how a famous author had a stroke and the and the gridlock delayed the. Yeah, what kind of newspaper is this? If they're they're just reporting on a, a resident had a a stroke. Yeah, well, is it is it mostly about? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess. Well, maybe he's that famous of an author. You know, Elaine seemed to think he was a big deal I guess. in the publishing world. And New York is a very literati That's sort of, true. you know, very literary thing. So maybe it was in like the arts and culture section or something. Because not only did it have to do with Owen March, the famous <laughs> it author, tied everything together. Yeah, it had to do with Woody Allen. And I love the fact, like that all of this is on George's shoulders. That not only <laughs> is Owen's stroke worse because the parents, the paramedics, didn't get there in time, but. Woody Allen might stop filming in New York City. Altogether, This yeah. might be the last yeah. movie he films in New York City, which would be a huge blow to the, <laughs> to the film yeah. in general. I and mean, that's what Woody Allen does. <laughs> Every one of his movies is a love letter to New York in some yeah. way or another. And I don't know if, uh, I don't know if it was this scene or the last scene where we're in the apartment, but Kramer's in there telling George that Woody Allen is like pissed off yeah, at yeah, him yeah. specifically. Yeah. And George is like, Woody Allen knows my name? <laughs> Like that, that's the thing he takes away yeah, from yeah, it. Exactly. Not not that he's a bumbling buffoon that can't park a few cars. <laughs> yeah. But so you know, Kramer says he'll try to smooth things over with Woody <laughs> as he puts on his aviator. Yeah, he's just like, yeah. Let me talk to him. Let me talk to him. <laughs> uh, now we're back at Worthy Rent a Car, and uh, so now Elaine is wondering, can she still break up with Owen? Because oh my God. the next words out of her mouth were going to be, Owen, it's not working out or whatever. Yeah. Then, uh, oh, yeah, she's like, I'll be ostracized by the community. He's like, what community? She's like, there's a community. I've, I've lived here all my life, <laughs> yeah. and I, didn't, I never knew that I was part of a community. I, see, I don't think Jerry is part of the community that Elaine was talking about. I think she's probably talking about the publishing community. Yeah. Of which she is a rising, you know, she's, moving she's up a, the ladder. Yeah. Is it a community or are we living in a society? We live in a society <laughs> and a community. Uh, but so we find out that Jerry owes, uh, what is it, $2,866 for the damages to his blue Ford Escort. Um, yeah. And it's because he said he was he was not driving the car at the time of the accident. Yeah. And only Jerry was covered by the insurance policy. Yeah. And Jerry walking up to the counter, just like yeah. hand in a bag of chips. Like, yeah, I called earlier. I, my car got smashed. Yeah. I, I just... 
I, I would w- I wish to be this level of like non caring. Yeah, yeah. Because he thinks he's okay. Yeah. He's yeah. like, he's like, yeah, my car got smashed. Yeah, I'm just kind of, my car got <laughs> smashed. Yeah, yeah. But they're not chips, of course. They are pretzels. Oh, that's because right. Because he, as when he finds out, he owes almost three thousand dollars for damages yeah. to this car. But despite having paid for the insurance, he says these pretzels are making me thirsty. <laughs> and Jerry is like every insufferable retail customer. Yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. And actually, uh, Grace was telling me a story of like someone that she had at the counter at Starbucks. Uh, this past week, I think it was, there's a line out the door and she's got this woman at the counter trying to like pay with her app. Yeah. And the woman's asking her, oh, what happened to the pay now button? It's typically right there. And Grace says, oh, you have to sign into your account. Uh-huh. You know what I'm talking about. Of right? course. Yeah. You sign into your Starbucks account. Yeah. This woman had no clue. Oh my gosh. She's like, what do you mean? Ugh. And Grace is like, you have to sign into your Starbucks account. Oh, well, what happened to my my rewards? They're in your Starbucks account. You have to sign into it. Oh, well, how do I do that? Hit sign in. Oh, wh- wh- how do I how do I do that? Oh, it's my email? Yeah, you have to put oh, in your geez. Starbucks email and password. Is it my email's password? No, it's ah. the password that you use whenever you created the account. <laughs> and the line that this woman gave her, she said, Oh, I'm sorry to be a hold up. I, I wasn't expecting change today. Like Ugh. it was Starbucks fault. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. That she got logged out of her account and oh she gosh. didn't think that she had to log back in and she couldn't think of how to log back in. Yeah. She wasn't expecting wasn't change expecting today. Change. Jeez. My yeah. God, but at least, people are yeah. stupid. And uh yeah, Jerry luckily doesn't give much of a fight as much of a fight, you know. Yeah. He's like Realizes yeah, he's on the hook I mean, immediately. We we learned that long ago that money's no object yeah, to Jerry exactly. Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's cra- three grand had to buy a pretty good used Ford Escort back in 1991. I'd imagine. Probably, yeah, yeah. I, I, so I can't. That's just. It must have been totaled. The thing must have been totaled. I guess. That's my I, guess. I mean, hey, the paramedics said that George slammed into yeah, them yeah. whenever he was parking cars. Three so. grand is easily a totaled yeah, Ford Escort. Also, would that insurance also cover damages to the ambulance? Oh, maybe that's what they're on the hook for, too. Yeah, yeah, it, probably. That, that might be it. Probably, because yeah. it, Because it would be George's fault. Yeah. And yep. Jerry's obviously got to cover it. Yeah, that. yeah. Wow, you're probably right. You're probably right. Um, so we're in Owen's apartment now, and Elaine is feeding Owen Yankee beans. <laughs> yeah. Does it get darker or more <sighs> disturbing than this scene right here? I, I was like so. I don't think I so. I was like so uncomfortable watching this scene. <laughs> And how much the audience was absolutely dying of laughter while she's feeding a stroke victim Yankee beans and singing Yankee like she's assent- like like he's a convalescent I guess because he essentially he was you know I yeah mean, like it, this was a super depressing yeah it, it feels like she's feeding her grandfather yeah who's like on like his deathbed yeah. like in the nursing home or something yes. I mean she's singing him like a nursery rhyme yeah. about Yankee the Yankee beans. beans Yankee beans yeah I and love this like Yankee a, beans. as someone like my grandfather died this past year yeah. And just seeing like this scene, yeah. sent kind of a chill on my spine. I'm like, oh god, no. I would love somebody uh, put this on, watch it on mute, take the laughter out of it somehow, and then oh. see how dark it is after that. Like, I bet it's even more. I bet it's really disturbing then. <laughs> watching it, I bet it's really sad then. Yeah, you I, know? I would bet. I, I'd fathom a guess that it's one of the more disturbing scenes in the run of the show. Yeah, I was like, wow, I was, I, I was just taken aback, I, and I couldn't believe how much the audience was loving this bit yeah, too. But Elaine rails into Owen. She's just saying like all of the things that she likes doing, oh and all of them involve 
being able to, to walk. walk around. Yeah, tennis and hiking, skiing, and skiing running, yeah. bicycling. Who knows if she actually likes to do? I think she's just building her case. You know yeah, what I mean? exactly. Yeah, yeah. But obviously, he's in a wheelchair. Yeah. We don't know if he's going to be in this wheelchair forever. Yeah. But the way they're building it up, it seems like he's wheelchair bound for a pretty long time. Yeah, and he he can't even speak. I mean, yeah. he, he has no, he, he can't feed himself. He almost has no motor skills. Yeah, yeah. His head is bobbing around, and he can make some facial expressions and stuff, but that's yeah. basically it, yeah. And she also says, and also, it's a pain in the ass to get here. <laughs> yeah, I gotta take yeah. two subways, I gotta get off at 42nd Street and take the double R. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's Hot. just the the nail in the coffin, I guess, to keep with the dark humor. <laughs> uh, you know, they're like getting someplace if it's far away. I mean, that's like a long-distance relationship. You can tell, like, the Elaine character, that was the thing that was like okay yeah now i've i've come this far yeah. that last nail i gotta take two subways to yeah. get here i can't turn back yeah now. yeah that that may be like the number <laughs> one breakup reason that she saved until last yeah because of this situation you know um <laughs> that that would have been the main reason before he had a stroke. exactly exactly it's just such a pain to come see <laughs> yeah. you yeah let's not do this but then she does she deliver the pretzel line here yeah she the, does yeah 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 and what uh what was her read on it here was it just these pretzels are making me thirsty yeah it was yeah she like kind of I think she's relieved. She delivers it in kind of a relieved way now that she's broken up. Like, these pretzels are making me thirsty. She kind of chuckles about it. Uh, she's very happy that she just broke up with a stroke victim, a man Jesus who now Christ. has nobody to help him, maybe. <laughs> Even though he is a rich author, so he could probably, you know, he'll have to pay for a nurse or something for a while. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I don't think it'll be that much of an issue for him to pay, like, a right. home health nurse to right. come in. Yeah. But did Elaine set that up yeah before, right before yeah, she exactly. left yeah did she call someone oh my gosh how did how did he get that help yeah does he have family hopefully he has someone does he have a kid coming to check on does him. he have a kid that's elaine's age because <laughs> yeah, probably really, could be yeah hopefully someone came to well we know that someone did come to check on him eventually yeah, yeah i don't know who yeah that he's not just getting miraculously better no. by himself i would guess maybe you know a rich author like this has an assistant that comes yeah, over uh, I, a few times a day or something yeah or someone from like some publishing company yeah. that like saw the article in the paper who's coming to check on him, drop yeah. off a fruit basket or a card. <laughs> like, oh my God, Owen, are you here by yourself? I'm going to yeah. call a nurse or something. It was very irresponsible yeah. to leave a man like that alone <laughs> in an apartment. Very irresponsible. I mean, but it hey, could have she, led to his death. At least death. she fed him first. Yeah, at least he had one last <laughs> meal of Yankee beans. <laughs> that was his last meal. Yeah. As far as Elaine is concerned. Yeah. Uh, so now we're in Monk's. Uh, and I like that we, we're using monks as kind of like a a meeting place to like wrap up the episode. This has happened several times already, yeah. but this is the first time it's really stuck out to me because in those other episodes, we've been in monks before. This is the first time we've seen yeah. monks this episode. Yeah, this it's is where the, we all meet up to have a debriefing. Yeah, this is the first time it's yeah. been in this episode. And, and so this is like our debrief location. So uh, uh, Elaine has run into Owen since the, the stroke. He's yeah. got, made a full recovery. Almost. Almost fully Almost recovered. a full recovery. Yeah, but she said that he told her... Uh, because she saw him at the subway at 42nd Street, yeah. that he was just using her for sex. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is pretty hilarious. <laughs> which I want to know, like, deeper in the characters, is that true? Or is he just getting his revenge on right. her for leaving him? Yeah, yeah, sour grapes, a little <laughs> bit of sour grapes yeah. there. 
Yeah, I was just using you for sex. You done, you done, who even cares? I got like <laughs> women around the block. I, you were nothing to me. Yeah, very, he probably couldn't say that at the time, but maybe he wanted to. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, he's probably been saving that for a while. Uh, we were finding out Kramer has been fired from the Woody Allen movie because he delivered his pretzel line, then slammed down a beer glass and it broke and it hit Woody. <laughs> yeah, and he said, uh, uh, Woody Allen yelled out, oh, I'm bleeding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and so that really is... Uh, d- 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 George and Jerry have anything to say here? That's all I have. Uh, yeah, yeah. The check comes. Oh, yeah. And, uh, George or Jerry grabs it first, and George is like, oh, no, let me grab it. I, I, I owe you. I your, wrecked your car. I, I wrecked your car. The damage. Yeah, and, George, and Jerry's like, oh, yeah, a cup of coffee will cover that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And even Jerry looking, I mean, George looking at the check, you can tell he... He's shocked he, at the yeah, amount. Yeah, he immediately yeah. like regretted it. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> uh, and so, but then uh, Kramer exhaustedly throws some gloves on the table that are the brown gloves from Jerry's car from the beginning of the episode. Yeah, which that he we asked. learned that the thief brought yeah. back. So, Jerry, yeah. he, he brought back Jerry's car just to return Kramer's yeah, gloves. Return Kramer's gloves and then drive off. And Jerry goes, "Oh, you got to be kidding me!" or something <laughs> like that. And then, and then we freeze, and we get a rare post. Commercials um, stand-up bit here. You yeah. did stick around through the commercials, I did, right? Yeah. Okay, excellent. Yeah, because it wasn't bad. It was just kind of a wrap-up of the whole it was show. Definitely the worst of the three, though. Yeah, the best part of being in a relationship is when you're sick. The best part of being sick is when you're in a relationship. Yeah, uh, and he's like, the only if if I ever get married, the only vows I want are the in sickness and in health. You know, anything else, go around, do whatever you want. Yeah, it didn't really work for me as a premise. I didn't really, you know, you could have. I think you could have done a little bit more with it. Maybe there is a longer bit, as we know. Sometimes these get chopped up. Yeah, for sure. Uh, for time, so. But yeah, you're right. It was the weakest of the three, um, and it was a premise that he I don't know didn't really explore to the extreme. You know, yeah. Um, I, I think that's I think that's safe to say. Yeah, yeah. So all right, that's all I got for this episode. Yeah, that's it. Do we want to get into listener mailbag? Yeah, or do we want to do the synopsis first? Because the one thing that I'd get rid of from the synopsis. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's rewriting do, the synopsis. Yeah. is that the guy suffers a heart attack? Yeah, because he doesn't. Well, yeah. Well, what what uh, that, he that, has a stroke. That anything happens with the guy at all. You know, I, I would say heart attack and stroke. I know, yeah. sorry, doctors, but in my mind, they're very similar. Uh, similar enough for a <laughs> synopsis on Hulu. Um, but what, what is it again? Elaine dumps a 66-year-old who then has a heart attack. <sighs> and that's not the way it happens either. She doesn't dump him. Yeah. Because the way the way that the description says it, it almost seems like he has a heart attack in reaction yeah. to her dumping him. No. We she don't never even got the words that. out. Yeah. We don't even see that. She never got the words out. Um, that's why they're still together. Yeah. Uh, and she doesn't dump him until after he has the stroke. Um, so Elaine dates an older man has to be a part of it. Yeah. Um, uh, or Elaine's, or about, even you can, you can say Elaine wants to dump the older man yeah. she's seeing until he, how about uh, some, until he has a heart attack until see, he has a stroke. I, I would love to even keep that out of it. Like in one yeah. So Elaine's plan to dump her older boyfriend is derailed. Something like that. Yeah. Um, Keep it vague. And George's new job. George and Kramer get new jobs. Yeah, something like that. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think that's that's pretty good. And Jerry, you don't even have there's, to say anything. There's about almost him. no focus on Jerry this <laughs> really, whole episode. Really, yeah, just his I, car. I'm just thinking about this yeah, now. Like just, Jerry's a complete non-factor. <laughs> which I wonder. I think that probably has to do with the fact that a lot of the other actors we know in the earlier seasons were complaining about yeah. not being full partners. In. Yeah, this is an Elaine heavy episode. Yeah, and, which I'm sure Julia Louise Dreyfus loved. Yeah, obviously. yeah, and, and and George gets a, a chance to shine. And there's a lot about Kramer. You're right, Jerry's not. So that probably did have to do with the fact that the actors were getting a little fed up with. 
everything Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it is a show called Seinfeld. I yeah. would have reminded them of that if I were Larry David or, or Jerry Seinfeld at the time. <laughs> but also, or Larry Charles. There was some character development on the Drew Carey show yeah. with Ryan Stiles yeah, sure, and sure. Diedrich Bader. Yeah, is that yeah, his name? That's right. Yeah, and Mimi. Yeah. Like, you knew stuff about those characters, yeah. even though it was called the Drew Carey show. Yeah, and, and I think the same could be said of Seinfeld. In the first two seasons, up until you know, but absolutely, but, yeah. yeah. But but this this seems to be a reaction to that. Like, okay, let's let's give the actors what they want. Let's throw them a bone. Yeah. This seemed to be a throw them a bone episode. But this is one of my favorite episodes of the season. I gotta say, oh by uh, far, yeah, I, this de- definitely the best so far. Yeah, uh, see, I well, I, I don't think, know. I, well, you I'd know, put it I'd, ha- I'd with, have to look at a list yeah. of them because I can't remember the other ten episodes by name. Right, right now, now, the nose job and this are my two the favorites nose of jo- the season. The nose job yeah, is pretty. Great. The nose job's a great one. Yeah. So. But uh, yeah, we're we're only halfway through the season, so but but start formulating your list because I'm starting to think about it right now. When I really because you know we get to the end, are we going to do top five again? I think we have to. I yeah, think we yeah. got to. So but but we've do, we've only done top five for seasons that have five episodes in or, them, more. You know? or more or more more than five episodes or slightly or just double five episodes. Yeah, yeah, because we couldn't do it for season one because there was five episodes. Can't do a top five yeah. when you're ranking every episode. And all we had to get rid of in season two was half of the episodes, which weren't stinkers, but were yeah. it was easy was, to was pick the top five. Was there only ten or was there eleven? Something like it, that. It was like it was, I think it was like twelve episodes. Yeah, yeah, it was but still very easy to pick. So. <laughs> um, all right, now even, even like four and five in our top fives were pretty bad episodes. Yeah, probably. I don't. I don't remember what. What we ranked yeah I don't, but it, it, the only was, episode i know i picked for season two was the pony remark which still is my favorite episode yeah. of season two yeah so <laughs> okay uh, all right uh, what what is our homework before we before we get into listener mail did back? anything pop up to you i don't i don't know did i know that i had anything? a couple of questions but nothing that i wrote down to bring up later so maybe it's not that important okay yeah well if we think about it yeah we'll, or if what i'm going back through we'll, editing, just, make, we'll yeah. just make mention of it so right homework free to start off the yes to start off the semester unless of course <laughs> you write to us and say you have homework for this episode and we'll we'll definitely get to it next yeah, week absolutely and there's a couple of ways to contact us yeah uh send us an email no hugging no learning show at gmail.com hit us up on twitter at no hugging uh fred esposito who actually left us our new review awesome. uh hit up our dms and he said slid into our dms slid Ted. into our dms <laughs> he slid into the dms <laughs> uh, i'm not gonna read this whole thing fred thank you for reaching out yeah yeah i uh, said hello ted and tim i get first billing oh nice <laughs> even though i introduced myself first that's okay <laughs> Uh, first off, I just want to say I love your show. It's my new favorite podcast. I left you a five star review on iTunes. I have a tinge of OCD, and I always listen to the new podcasts in order they were made. But I'm making a, an exception with yours. I wanted oh. to get to where you guys were so I could write about the most recent one. Fred, I read your entire DM. And, I did too. I did yeah, too. Uh, and what he's saying is, I-, I love when people are doing this. Yeah, people are pointing out because we're not very research heavy. Yeah, they're going in to details for us. Yes, they are explaining like stuff going on behind the scenes, uh, like or in um, uh, it, certain episodes. Oh, this is what actually happens, or. Uh, this is what got cut from the episode. I love that. Yeah, yeah. If you want to send us more of that, Fred, yourself, because I know you mentioned if you want me to do this for every episode, just let me know. If you want to do that, please. Yeah. I, I'm not going to ask you to do it for every episode. Right, right. Uh, but do it whenever you yeah. w- whenever you feel like you want to. We'll, gi- we'll give you a shout out if you do. Yeah. Um, if anybody else wants to do that, uh, tell us like something uh, going on behind the scenes uh, that we don't touch on. Mm-hmm. Send us an email. Hit us up our on our DMs, please. Slide in. Free. Slide into our DMs. Slide into the DMs. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, so I, uh, he did mention that the episodes were run out of order because NBC wanted certain episodes for sweeps week, so yeah. that's why NBC juggled it. That makes a lot of sense. So yeah, thanks for clearing absolutely. that up. Um, uh, we got a couple actual emails, too, outside of the DMs. One from Brett. Uh, didn't leave a last name, but actually it just comes up as B in, uh-huh. in uh, the emails. Yeah. So I don't know why. What up, B? What up, B? <laughs> uh, hey, people. I've been putting off writing to you for at least two weeks now as I've been binging No Hugging, No Learning. So many times I wish I could reach out to you to relay a small fact that I may have known about a certain Seinfeld episode, but I've been so behind, so even if I had written to you, you guys would be reading an email referencing episodes from two months ago. Please. I'm okay with that. Yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you want to write to us about something in season one, do it. Yeah. Uh, Go for it. As you can probably tell, we don't have a very extensive listener mail. <laughs> that's true. Well, well we're, we're getting there. We've, we've had a deluge yeah. in the last uh, couple <laughs> weeks. So that's awesome. But yeah, any pre- anything in any episode, yeah, feel free to reach out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Brett says he's currently on season three, episode two from November 4th. So he's still about two months behind. And we mentioned uh, on this episode, we mentioned a podcast that has a new person. And event- oh, yeah, he is doing a TV show podcast oh. or no 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 he's doing a podcast about world of warcraft oh interesting. Yeah. here uh, i i thought this was uh really interesting because he has a uh, a a passing not a passing interest but uh, a, a love-hate relationship with world of warcraft and he was explaining it to someone who had never played yeah. world of warcraft yeah so uh were they playing it together oh, that sounds awesome um oh my gosh yeah he said uh I had played off and on for nearly eight years while she had never played the game at all. We only got to about 20 episodes or so before it became too much of a chore. The recording was fun, but the production was work. Uh, Also, uh, he said this was around the time that he had lost interest in the game again. uh, So you don't want to do that. You don't want to do that if you don't have like the interest in the game. It it just becomes work. Um, But he said uh, it was called Azeroth Rediscovering. And do you want to like put a link to this show like in the show show description? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll give Brett we'll give Brett some love. Um, Yeah, that sounds cool because I I had I had a friend who was really into World of Warcraft and I had never I like would sit there and watch him do it. He's like, yeah, yeah, just running around a forest looking for (laughs) like it just seemed like such mundane stuff for video game territory. But that's so that sounds really awesome. He says, I have no idea if it's even obtainable now, considering I canceled the podcast hosting service. So I'll look for it. Yeah, yeah. If I can find it, I'll put it in the description notes. Um, but he also said that he had no idea that white castles weren't everywhere because ah. we, because we mentioned that in a previous episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he said uh, one of us mentioned, "What if there's a white castle?" And he has white castles all near. Oh, I guess that's very cool. Someone yeah. just asked me recently about if I've been to White Castle, and I did on my drive up from Mississippi to. Uh, moved to Erie, I made sure to stop before the last White Castle, which I think was in Ohio or something like that. Yeah, the nearest White Castle to us, I think, is like Youngstown. Oh, Ohio. about an hour. Interesting. I didn't about know one like that was there. Like an hour and a yeah. half. Oh, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's not close, right? No. <laughs> um, and so I did stop there, but uh, honestly, I I think Crystal Sliders are better. Crystal's the better slider restaurant. Where is that? Uh, Crystal's a, a Southern restaurant. Ooh. I miss it. I, I when someone just brought up Did, White Castle with me, I was like, God, I miss Crystal. You've been to Culver's, haven't you? No. Oh my. What God. is that? I have never been to Culver's. Uh huh. But uh, Grace has mentioned to me that it was big, like in the Midwest, and they're just now expanding mm. into the South. Mm-hmm. I don't know if their Southern expansion came after you Must left the have, South, yeah. or I, I guess so. But it's more a Midwest thing, and they're known for butter burgers. Butter burgers. Yeah. It, it's just. 
It's exactly what it sounds like. A burger with butter on it. Yes. Wow. And they have shakes that are thicker than anything that you've ever like mm. drank, and they call them concrete. Concrete. Yeah, because it's literally like sucking concrete through a straw. What is the appeal there? Because I, I like to I drink know. my milkshake when I get it. See, I like a, a thick milkshake, yeah. but I also don't want to work for it. Yeah, yeah. I don't <laughs> want my eyeballs to get sucked out of my <laughs> mouth while I'm trying to get this. Uh, if I feel like my straw is going to break yeah. in drinking a milkshake, it's too thick. I like, But I, I, I do want to try concrete. I don't want a thin milkshake because I've had those and it's very it's undesirable. It's just chocolate milk. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, if you get a chocolate shake, it's just chocolate milk. And, it um, melts too quickly. But but I but I I like to drink it right away, you know. Yeah, I I I like medium thickness. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'm if I'm going to Sheets. That's another regional reference yeah, yeah, here. Definitely. If I'm going to Sheets and I'm getting a shake out of that machine, I'm always hitting uh, regular thickness. Ah, uh, me too, me too. Yes, yes. <laughs> I like that too. The the freeze for, for real for real. It's yeah. F- apostrophe yeah. real for, for real for real uh yeah so um that's uh okay that's is that all from b that, that that's all that's okay. all that's all from b parentheses brett uh <laughs> we got one more email cool. and th- this is more uh someone hitting up our contact page i yeah. think uh from nohugging.com oh, okay. it's from matthew Leibowitz, who i he sent us trivia questions i think oh. but they're all for season four Interesting. Which we so are we not cannot, on yeah. yet. <laughs> uh, so, that. Matt, I- I'm just going to call you Matt. I feel like we're on that personal level yeah. by now. Uh, we will get to these. I don't know. What's we, the, did you read the questions? Are the answers like with the questions or what? They are not. Okay. Well, here. We I'll, wanna, yeah, I'll see if I can. Me. Yeah, okay. You, you want me to see if you remember sure. these? Okay. But you can't see the answers, right? Um, No, he, okay. doesn't, he doesn't include the answers. Okay. Uh, so, okay, I, I think he attended the Festivus party at Erie Aleworks. Oh, no way. Yeah, because he said, uh, and this is what it said, message, Erie Aleworks, Monday, December 23rd, 2019. You are invited. So, did he invite us to the Festivus party for this year? Must have. When did he send the email? December 26th, 2018. That's Festivus. At 9.18 a.m. Oh, well, at least it was before the party started. Maybe, maybe he invited us before the party started. Yeah. He, and, and he accidentally wrote 2019. What's I his, don't know. Oh, yeah, right. Matt Leibowitz. Oh, oh yeah. So it's next year's because this year's Festivus was on a Sunday. So it is next huh. year's. He invited us when, to next when, year's party. When is Festivus the, supposed the, to be? The, the 23rd. Okay. Yeah. So he invited. So he, next year Festivus is on a Monday. This okay, year it was so on yeah, a Sunday. He inv- all right, good to know. All right. Wow, they already got it on the books. Good All for right. them. I mean, you know when it's going to happen every year, so. Okay. But yeah, we did. We dropped off our first uh, promotional, uh, tangible material uh, at Erie Ale Works, a local brewery who had a Festivus party, which uh, thank you guys for letting us do that if you're, if you're, if you're checking us out. All right. But Matt Leibowitz writes, uh, he sent over 15 questions and an extra credit question. You want me to go through all of these? See if you can. I bet these are the, they had Seinfeld trivia for feats of strength. You don't know this. One of the parts of Festivus are the feats of strength. Okay. And the feats of strength rather than wrestling or something like that, at, that they did was Seinfeld <laughs> trivia. So these must be the questions that they. Did you, did you stick I, around for the I trivia? Didn't, no, I didn't even go. I didn't have a chance to, to stick around for the party at all. I, well, yeah, perfect. So maybe, maybe we got the trivia questions for the party yeah, that give, we did. Give us we a couple able to because to. we are running okay. long, as you know. All right, uh, give me a couple of numbers, one through fifteen. Oh, just start with one. One. What was the losing answer in Trivial Pursuit with the Bubble Boy? The losing answer. Well, I'm guessing he's talking about the Moops. I'm guessing. I have, I have no yeah, clue. Like, no it, like I said, this yeah, is season don't know four. We right. haven't gotten yeah. this yet. All right, pick another one. Just give me two. Uh, two. Who dressed up as the sad opera clown? Oh man. <laughs> 
Who dressed up as the sad opera clown? Wow. (laughs) The sad opera clown. I'm trying to picture all of them dressed as sad (laughs) opera clowns. I like this. But I think I'm going to go with something like Newman. Okay, sure. Why not? (laughs) Number three, in the contest, who was the first one out? Kramer. Definitely. (laughs) Four, what fashion designer did Jerry's girlfriend work for in the pick? Hmm, the pick. What fashion designer? <laughs> if, you're, if you're listening to these and you're screaming, yeah, I know. Just to yourself, I please, know. I'm please, the one that's supposed send, to send us an a, email. I'm the one that's supposed to be a fan. Um, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you poser. <laughs> yeah, I know. Seriously. Uh, number four, or no, that was number four. Number five. Uh, who was due to be deported in the visa? Oh, I think that was, I, I'm going to say, I think Poppy. Poppy? I think Poppy. Yeah, I think that, I think that answer would fly. Uh, to six, complete, complete this line. They're real blank. And they're spectacular. <laughs> yes, no. Terry Hatcher, famous actress, delivered no, that line. Number seven, who was this? Oh, number seven, who was this actress? Oh, Terry Hatcher. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, who was this actress? Wait. I'm like, oh, the pre- previous question. Number eight, what was this character's name? Terry Hatcher's name in the show? I don't know. <laughs> Jeez. They said it was easier this year, by the way. They advertised at their Festivus party. The, the trivia is easier this really? year. Really? I think I, I haven't been keeping track. but um, uh, Number nine. What was Kramer's idea for a fragrance? I think it was the beach. I think, I'm going to say the beach. Yeah. A perfume <laughs> that smells like the beach. Number 10. I'm wrong about that. Number 10. Who was the reason Elaine lost the contest? George Stephanopoulos. I think George <laughs> Stephanopoulos. I think. I, I'm, I like these because I'm going to forget all of these yeah, by the yeah. time we get to all of these episodes. So do you have the answers? I don't have the okay, answers. Well, no. Okay, no, well, we're just doing this for the hell of it. Well, we're going to have to look it up and I'll, I'll update my score and we'll get the correct <laughs> answers next uh, next time on uh, No Hugging No Learning. How does <laughs> yeah, that sound? I, I like that. Do you want me to keep going? We've only got a few more. Sure. Okay. Jeez. All right. I think probably people are like, all right, we can go up a little bit long for this. <laughs> Number 11. What is the strange erotic journey from Milan to Minsk? Rochelle, Rochelle. <laughs> Number 12. Who did Elaine's old goatier, goiter? Go- oh, goiter, yeah. Goiter lady have an affair with? Oh, man. I'm going to say... <sighs> I don't know. I'm going to say like John F. Kennedy or something. That just seems like she's something she'd be interested in. Um, I really don't remember. Number 13. What was the big deal with the junior mint? Oh, it uh, it falls into... They're viewing someone's surgery in an operating theater, <laughs> and it falls into the, op- the open cavity that they're working on. Yeah. <laughs> number 14. What was Malva's real name? Dolores. <laughs> number 15. What fine beverage does Bubble Boy's father deliver? Wow. <laughs> Fine beverage. I don't know. Is it something like RC Cola? I don't know. That's my guess. <laughs> All right. And extra credit. In Los Angeles, what famous person does Kramer meet in a coffee house? And where did Elaine get her fancy shoes? Holy Two-parter. crap. Two-parter. I don't know if they go together. All right. I, I don't know. So we'll go first one. What famous person does Kramer meet in a coffee house in LA? No idea. And where does Elaine get her fancy shoes? 
I don't know that either. Well, it's good because they're extra credit. Yeah, All right. and I failed. <laughs> I guess we'll go over uh, I'm, the yeah. answer key next I'm week. I'm thinking I got less than a 50%. <laughs> uh, I, can't, I can't wait to find out. But yeah, I'll, I'll do the research on this one. That way you won't get any spoilers. Perfect. Yeah, Perfect. Yeah. That works. Uh, and <laughs> next week we'll be talking about The Red Dot. Season as, 3, episode 12. As close as we'll get to a Christmas episode, by oh, really? the way. So it's a shame it didn't oh, line man. up with that and we had to watch Murray instead. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's definitely a shame we had to watch Murray. <laughs> it aired on the, the, the Red Dot aired on December 11th, 1990. If you're looking in TV Guide that night, you're going to see Elaine's alcoholic boyfriend resumes drinking. Jerry is the unwitting cause. Ah, this sounds fun. An- but it another Elaine boyfriend episode. And it also back to back. doesn't mention anything about the red dot. The red dot has nothing to do with that yeah. storyline. So uh, that'll be very interesting. Uh, and that's next time on No Hugging, No Learning. I'm Tim Murphy. I'm Ted Hollowell. Be good. Be good.